What's up, fellas? Hello. You ready? Yeah. Let's uh, go. It's another good one. It's a good one. It's a great one. Nothing, right? nothing themed this week. By the way, welcome to What You Spin in Episode 60. Uh, my name's Dorian, as per usual. I'm your host, joined by my other hosts. Uh, we got Jake over on the corner there. I thought we fixed that. Host with the most. The hostess with the most. Hold on. There we go. Now oh, we can see him. So, we're here in the snake pit once again. Thanks for having us over, my friend. We are here for episode 60 of What You Spinning. We didn't do a theme this time, because if you remember in the last couple episodes, we've referenced that we're doing a hip-hop bracketology after this. Uh, 32 albums, uh, old and new, going up against each other to figure out which one is our favorite. Uh, we've covered a shit ton of hip-hop on here. There's some albums that we have covered, mm-hmm. some that we haven't. Mm-hmm. That's going to be exciting. How are you boys doing today? Doing great. Hell yeah. Yeah, and that's going to be fun talking about all those different albums. For sure. It's very sure. unique. Yeah, this week was really different. Yeah. All of our picks. Very. I like it though. I'm like getting more into metal. Like I've been yeah? hella into metal lately. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. like that. We like that a lot. Uh, yeah. Other cool thing that happened since the last time we met. Uh, we kind of referenced this last episode. Of we're going to see Arm & Hammer on mm. Monday. Uh, first stop on their tour, I believe, for the new album that came out on the 29th, uh, We Buy Diabetic Test Strips. We want to take a moment kind of go over what we thought of that. We're pretty big fans of them on this mm-hmm. on this program. Yes. Uh, we covered two projects by anybody involved, or fuck, now that we think about it, or yeah, Arm & Hammer specifically. We've done two projects, but you know, mm-hmm. they're in the realm. Yeah. Uh, what were what were some early takeaways? I know it's, it hasn't been insanely long since it came out, but long enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, it just came out like what two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. It was really good. It, I, they're still very much doing their like uh, experimental and like kind of out of the ordinary hip hop. Mm-hmm. I feel like, especially for mainstream. Right. Um, but they've always been doing that. Billy Woods and Elucid, like yeah. that's just their style that they do. It's very abstract. Yeah. Um, but it, it's good. Yeah. I like it. I heard uh, like the night it came out, I think it was that day or within that week, there was a, a Times piece and then a New York Times did an article on Arm and Hammer. And oh, shit. in there they were described as like art rap, which was a term I had never heard before. And then I was kind of listening to like Haram and, uh, you know, Paraffin. And I was like, oh, I kind of see it. And then this album came out, and I was like, no, that's it. Yeah, it's 100% art. Because it is, you know, from a lyrical standpoint and everything. And that album, I was like, oh, okay, I'm completely familiar with what this term is now. <laughs> so I... Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. They did, like, an article on it. Yeah, it's it's decent. It's, like, a maybe a seven-minute read. Very, very good, though. Talks about... It's like they that's sat cool. down with them and did an interview. Oh, okay. nice. Yeah, and they're, like, talking about the perspective that this album came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. I think we were all kind of in the consensus because they dropped, like, four singles. I remember every time one would drop, we'd be like, eh, mm-hmm. I'm not too mm-hmm. sure. It literally took the album coming out for me to just come around on all of those songs. I was like, it's top to bottom, in my opinion, it's fantastic. From Landlines probably being one of the strongest songs on the album uh just love that the mm-hmm. there's like some really nice uh, really neat like double vocal harmonization from them on there on that song in particular it's it's just great i'm a big fan 
They they brought out really good also producers and features on it. Yeah, Kenny uh, Kenny Siegel makes an appearance um, with Billy again. JPEG Mafia like also yeah. producing a couple of tracks for JPEG. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it's uh, you know it's good that it's that we're into it enough already. You know we're like okay mm-hmm. like two we two three weeks was like perfect amount of time to be able to familiarize yourself with it because they're gonna mm-hmm. play stuff off. So yeah, it'll be I like, feel like it for sure. Yeah, but it won't be like, oh, this is overplayed enough yet. So, oh yeah, they always bring up also like people in their uh, label, mm-hmm. uh, like Pink Sifu. He's uh, with uh, Blackwoods, uh, and then also I didn't see Kayana sadly. Yeah, because she was on Haram because she signed with them uh, backwards like their record label or whatever. Oh okay, she signed with them. Uh, but she wasn't on this album. But Weird. I liked it. it was yeah, it's solid. Um, and I'm excited for that show. Dude. I'm very anxious to see what it what it is in at live production. To yeah, see how they do it. You know, because that album is very artsy and very abstract, like you said. Mm-hmm. It's not really a hip hop record. I'll, I'll tell people, hey, you should listen to this hip hop album. And they're like, what do you? They mean? don't. They don't really respond because mm-hmm. they don't understand that it's you know it's different. It's not your typical hip hop. But I yeah. think it's amazing. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, top to bottom, all the songs are different, unique. Using like different video game sample sounds and like mm-hmm. just the lyrics in general, like you were saying, are just yeah, either offbeat or just like I don't know, just just real real words, you know. Yeah, I'm not talking about stupid shit, just being real. Yeah, and the sampling also with like the watery sound yeah. on uh, when mm-hmm. it doesn't start with a kiss, which is probably mm-hmm. in my top three yeah. already, but it's got that w- cool beat switch in it. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how they play any of their songs live but let alone like create a set list you know off of their stuff because it is all very abstract and out there so i wonder yeah. what it's going to look like you know what songs they play i wonder if they're going to bring back like songs from other albums oh like i hope Shrines so or Paris or, yeah. from haram at least oh yeah oh yeah if we get anything from haram I mean, yeah got it. Yeah, <laughs> if they and maybe they could open it that way, and then yeah. they'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, psych." <laughs> perfect, perfect ending to it would be if they play Stone Fruit. Yes, that'd be perfect mm-hmm. ending to it. Came in on a psych. <laughs> you know, I really. <laughs> I wonder if Billy Woods will have a mask on or like some sort of cover for his face, or if he just performs. Because I think the performances yeah. I've seen live, it's just blurred out, but he can still. Yeah. Whoever's in front of him can see his face. So. Yeah. It'll be cool. I'm very excited, very interested. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts on on that before we move into the content? No, it's, it's another fun adventure. It's our uh, yeah second show together. Second show together, second show and it'll together. be cool to experience that with uh, yeah a different be... type of different type of music and yeah taking a little drive to go see it. Oh yeah, yeah. little adventure. I'll be so. shooting some stuff. Might have whoever's not driving film some conversation we might do a little like a special kind of thing out uh what's it called not man man on the street (laughs) man on the street no i'm kidding (laughs) um but no it'll be it'll be sick we'll have a little special stuff coming out for that and then uh the week after that you and i get to go see tool which would be my first time seeing them yeah Yeah. how many times have you seen tool just once when they were back when they were here a couple years or probably like Maybe a decade ago. We've yeah. been back a couple times, but it's been a mm-hmm. while. So. Hell yeah. And we'll cover that too. But let's dive in. So we're going to go in order that we discussed earlier. Uh, kind of 
some rough form. Uh, everything is different this week, so it's pretty mm-hmm. sick. Yeah. But go ahead and uh, kick us off, Matt. What you got? I went for a metal pick for my band called Gojira, which is Japanese for Godzilla, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, album's called Magma from 2016. Yeah. I stumbled upon them kind of accidentally through just know, maybe on Pandora or some sort of streaming service. And I was like, oh, there's a couple cool songs. And this album's a little bit more accessible for people that aren't into really heavy, heavy metal. Um, Because their other releases are very like guttural and a little bit more aggressive and I think this album while it has that is also like Melodic and like soft and has influences of Sabbath and even Mm. soft kind of Pink Floyd guitar uh, Licks in there sometimes um, Towards the end of the album, especially one of the liberation is the last song and it's just quiet and kind of acoustic and that was just kind of different and this album was a dedication to their mom who passed away I think either in the beginning of them recording this album or towards the end so they dedicated it to her uh, the song Shooting Star you can kind of hear that in the lyrics send me a sign um, from the afterlife I think that's in there at some point but uh, what do you guys think? Uh, yeah this was the first time I had heard this album in particular I remember hearing when it came out I think I was familiar with Gojira through uh, the Tool subreddit actually because mm-hmm. uh, someone was like uh, and then there's also another one that's like sounds like Tool mm-hmm. and Gojira uh, frequently comes up in those conversations uh, and I had listened to their first album The Link or something and then their most popular one which is like Lin Fun uh, mm-hmm. Savage or however you say that uh, I wasn't going to pronounce it I was going to wait for you to bring it up <laughs> hey hey, because you, you are the king of pronouncing these funky words <laughs> yeah. yeah dude I was, I was just about to say Who's never afraid to mispronounce something look like an ass on camera? Yeah. You boy. just freeball it, and you're like somewhat <laughs> correct. Like, oh. But it's like you get, I say it with confidence to try you and like do. sell That's it. I'm like, yeah. ah, fuck it, it'll pass. The word. Yeah. Uh, so, and you, and it's very correct. You know, this is a, it's the same kind of music from like an instrument instrumentation standpoint for the most part, but it is much calmer vocals, mm-hmm. a little bit more out there and abstract. And so I really liked it in comparison. You know, I was like, this holds up with the rest of their work, definitely, and holds up as uh, even amongst like other big prog metal acts like Tool, mm-hmm. and, you know, stuff like that. So I, I'm a big fan. I loved all. I loved this album. Nice. Oh yeah, it was really good. I saw that it. Uh, I was reading up on it. It had like a couple nominations. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, two Grammys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had some nominations. It it was good. Yeah, it was my first introduction to Gojira. I went and listened to some of their older stuff to compare it mm-hmm. uh, and yeah I, I was I heard some songs from uh, from Mars to Sirius that's an incredible album that one's really good yeah. uh, I saw uh, that at Moonrock for like 60 bucks oh shit yeah. oh damn yeah. <laughs> at Moonrock yeah, too like what they usually have good prices damn that's probably an original but yeah I mean it's listening to that and then to this I could see that like their earlier stuff mm-hmm. it was more like guttural yeah, yeah. So listening to this, like you said, it was it, it is like very much you can get into it. It's mm-hmm. more accessible. Um, but with that being said, I think they still keep that same style, like that same energy. Yeah. Um, and really good, like from the jump, like the first song, mm-hmm. the first song that comes up on the album, it's like it, it gives you that energy already. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, that they're like playing super hard and it's super badass. That bass line um, on the shooting star, that mm-hmm. first track, which is yeah wobbles it's crazy right and you kind of brought it up uh with liberation that song at the end to have the album start off 
with that aggressive tone and the shooting start and then finish out with just the brothers on an acoustic guitar and fucking hand drums just jamming at the end Mm -hmm. that's a very interesting way to do the album because it is very in your face the whole time Mm -hmm. the only break that you get is Yellowstone with that fucking weird Sabbath-y kind of droning Mm -hmm. riff for a minute and a half and Mm -hmm. then the rest of it's just right yeah I love it yeah that's cool the other brothers drummer and the lead singer yeah Yeah, Joe and Mario Mario's a great drummer too that guy bangs yeah he's good wait what band was he also in no, they're brothers, uh, the lead singer oh, and the drummer are brothers. Oh, the lead singer and main guitarist. That's cool. But Miles is an incredible live drummer. I've seen some video of him, and he just goes at it with a double kick drum. And just, yeah, man. on Silvera, the cymbal work that he's doing on that, uh-huh. when he's like doing these breakdowns, and it's like... Just like going... These little fills. He does these sick-ass little cymbal fills. And I heard it, and I was like, what the hell? And there's... There's multiple spots like that on this album for, you know, I feel both brothers was who I was noticing the most. Uh, the symbol work on Silvera was very nice. And then uh, on Only Pain, there's this, in the beginning, the guitar is like doing this weird squeal thing. And it's like, sounds like a wah pedal. It's just, mm-hmm. oh, so the impressive. Screwdriver, screwdriver sound or something. Yeah. <laughs> Jackal. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But it is more like you were saying; it's accessible. You can kind of mm-hmm. find a groove in it, or if you like that guttural feel, it's in there too. Um, and it opens up with that track, like you said, it bangs, bangs, bangs. I like it for that reason, and it, mm-hmm. you know, it's a good, uh, good one to work out to, good one uh, to yeah. just chill with, you know. It's also, I think, a good introduction to uh, metal. Yeah. Like if someone yeah. hadn't heard of metal and um, they heard this, like it's accessible. You can mm-hmm. like it. Like almost yeah. anything about it, either that be you know the intensity or at the end where they're kind of a little bit more calmer. Like you can like something about this album, mm-hmm. and even their other stuff. Like I said, like that, listening to it, it was also really good. So I'm gonna keep like digging into. Yeah, their other stuff is good. Yeah, very very worth uh, looking into. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're because it is it is different. Even stuff outside of this album, Gojira is a very interesting band in my opinion. Because they do get lumped into the likes of Tool and everything, because they're like, oh, this is aggressive, but Mm. very complex music. Mm -hmm. But then they're also, you know, we're just going to keep saying it. Fucking, it's accessible. Like, it sounds, his vocal style is reminiscent of, like, a lot of guys that you hear on the radio. So I think that's why this album in Mm -hmm. particular is more accessible. Mm -hmm. But their their whole catalog is kind of... Yeah, it's is worth it, but also interesting to look at, especially with this kind of in the middle of it mm-hmm. at this point. They fit the tone so well too for a name like Gojira. Yeah, like and for it being this album and it's them, like they show that intensity, that like that badass. Because stomps you, man. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. It's really good. I agree. You should watch the live performances. Some of the videos on YouTube are pretty cool. Really? Yeah, they just fucking go at it. They play so well together. Yeah they played like they toured for some like pretty big like heavier acts I'm sure like I was reading on it and it was just like what like they toured with them like I can't remember the bands off the top of my head it was early as fuck this morning mm-hmm. but I was like damn like so and so they supported on tour like that's yeah. wild that too I noticed that uh, the record label they have like Coheed and Cambria Roadrunner Records uh, yeah. yeah Roadrunner mm-hmm. Records they have a bunch then they've had a lot of really big like, yeah. metal artists Slipknot 
yeah. uh, was like their biggest act for a while. Depeche Mode too. Depeche Mode was when signed with them. Nice. Yeah. Fun fact: Roadrunner Records, typo negative, also signed too. Mm-hmm. That's and funny. actually, we'll save the rest of that for later. Yeah, just save just <laughs> wanted to make the connection a little early. Typo. Um, but yeah, Roadrunner Records too. It's like you hear they're like the big one for metal, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. artists. Yeah. So, and but this album also fits that mold entirely. You're like, you're like, oh yeah, of course they're signed to Roadrunner. Like this is exactly mm-hmm. up their tree. Yeah. So, I'm I'm glad you brought this up. I hadn't listened to a full Gojira project in probably a fucking decade. For being honest, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's been a while. Yeah. Like cover to cover like this. So I'm stoked that you brought this up here. Let me just move both of us. Hey, scoot over, man. No, I'm glad seats. you liked it, man. It was one of my. I've been brought up very many metal picks, but I mm-hmm. this one's a very uh, easy one to hear. And mm-hmm. when I remember when you brought it up, I looked it up. The first thing I saw was the cover. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Just like a mountain that's just like smoking. And yeah. There's like a little face on it. Yeah. I think they were saying that rep- represents some of the emotions they were all going through, or maybe just the brothers were after the mom died, but like being feeling like a volcano, ready to erupt. Yeah. Magma mm-hmm. coming out or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I remember, yeah, that was, it's like all a metaphor, the title and the album cover and everything. I was reading that too this morning, which is, we love an album with a backstory. Yeah, it's very cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Well, good. Dive into top three? Shall we? Let's do it. All right. Kick us off, baby boy. Uh, Started off with my honorable mention being the shooting star because it starts the album album off with just a bang and that bass line is thunderous. And then three, two, one, uh, three would be Yellowstone. Two magma, and then my top track, which I played for you guys earlier, would be Lowlands. Nice, nice. I, I, yeah. Uh, honorable mention. I'm gonna go uh, pray. I uh, really like that, uh, and then also really like that last song, Liberation. I love that it's they can show that like they're more than just you know playing the guitar super hard or mm-hmm. screaming into a mic. Like they can actually you know they're good musicians. Right. Uh, so that one's really good. Um, top three, Magma, uh, Only Pain, and then also Lowlands. Nice. Hell yeah. Uh, for me, honorable mentions, Prey. That one was tough. Almost made the top three uh, this morning. Lowlands is my second honorable mention. Uh, kind of consensus across the board that we like mm-hmm. that track. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three for me was Magma. Love that song. Number two, Silvera, because of that, uh, just because that drum work on it is fantastic and the number one only pain already mentioned the guitar part but as a whole really dug that song as well good stuff Matt way to bring up a good album as per usual gold star for you bring this home to your parents there'll be be more metal picks you can give them a gold sticker yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) so the sheriff when you go to like the Lane County Fair and get the sheriff badge sticker (laughs) just give me those Uh, no fantastic pick Uh, love getting to either revisit something or get a further appreciation for something that I had barely broke the surface on, kind of mm-hmm. like with this. Uh, but that was Matt's pick uh, for this week, Magma by Gojira, released in 2016. We'll be right back to discuss Jake's pick for this week, which I'm also stoked as hell to talk about. So what you spin in episode 60, baby. Do you guys ever go in a specific order? 
when you do your notes? Like, do you guys sit down no. and crush all three albums in one sitting? No. Sometimes, if I, if I forget to do it during the week, I'll do that. But usually, I'll space it out. Yeah, let's talk, guys, let's talk methods for note-taking. Do you guys yeah. do it within the week? Like, as yeah. you listen to it throughout the week? No. Or just all, like, all in one day? No, let's just go down. Jacob, what's your method for taking notes? So, really, my first week, I'm listening to it. Mm-hmm. My second week, I'm really, really listening to, listening to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm just listening to a full album. Um, like, maybe on a day. Like, on my tune from work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I'm taking notes, I'll take notes, like, Friday. Friday afternoon. And okay. then, like, today in the morning. Gotcha. That's how I do it. <clears throat> but it's more, It's I've listened to it more than I've taken notes, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I don't touch or write anything down until, like, maybe the day before or the day of. Yeah. Because I'm listen- I, I listen to it, like, so that's all I do at work. Yeah. I don't listen to podcasts or watch anything. I'm always listening to music. So when I, when I know the album that we're picking, I'll, I'll listen to them, like, multiple times just to kind of get the feel for them. And then leave mm-hmm. them alone, and then I'll come yeah. back to them the next week. Yeah. And be like, okay. And try to pick my top threes, kind of start thinking about what I want to find out about them. But I usually wait until the night of or... Yeah. 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 I'm kind of the same with note taking. I I listen to like in the first week that we have, I do once per day. Uh like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'll do one album to and from work, the next the next day, and then I'll kind of chill with them and if there's anything I liked from the drive in, mm-hmm. I'll like listen to like, you know, maybe one or two. Uh, during that time and then I kind of chill on them as you do and then the next day I'm doing like your guys's ones every other day like back to back listening to like Jake's this one and then Matt's right after or vice versa and then I'll listen to mine like sporadically because by the time I bring you know by the time we're at that point I'm like oh I've listened to mine a Mm, bunch leading up to it yeah because that's kind of how I figure out what I'm going to bring up on the podcast is like this is very behind the scenes. I'm glad I'm recording it though. Um, yeah. <laughs> is I'll start listen, thinking of like, oh, who haven't I listened to in a while? Or like, what's a mm-hmm. band that I really like that I'd want to talk about? Ooh, what's one of my favorite albums? Yeah. And so I'll start doing that in the background of me listening to the other picks. Mm-hmm. And so by the time it's the next week, I'm like, oh, I just listened to my pick for this episode. Mm-hmm. for like two and a half weeks straight so I'm basically gotcha. familiar with it and then Saturday I sit down listen to all three and just that's when I do notes mm-hmm. this Saturday like literally I from the time I take notes to the time I get here the ink is has been dry maybe an hour <laughs> <laughs> yes hell yeah well, that's a little inside baseball I was curious I meant to ask that earlier at the beginning of the show but um, thanks for listening to that that's kind of interesting to hear how y'all take notes because yeah, I feel like pick mine's picking my brain yeah because my I do like a grid formation I look at you guys and it's just like free form I'm like no I do like a table of contents over yeah. here <laughs> um, section A section yeah, I, got, I have like my, my top three and then my little section for notes oh there you go yeah, I like that hell yeah but uh I, I free ball it no notes yeah today especially today. psychopath yeah um, <laughs> Mr. Know-it-all <laughs> they call me Mr. Know-it-all <laughs> yes I was jamming. I've some, still been trying to look for that. I was jamming some Primus on the way over here, actually. Um, but let's get a let's let's fucking tell the, give the people what they want. So Jacob, what you got for this week, my man? 
Uh, hers, songs of hers. There it is. Uh, came out in 2017. Um, it's like a just a compilation of singles that they had done at the time. Um, it's two musicians from Liverpool, um, a guitarist and a bassist, and then they'll have like a drum machine in the background. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like an indie band. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I've, I've really liked all their music. Um, there's a lot to talk about with them for sure. Kind of darker, sadder like thing ended up happening <coughs> with them. But uh, besides that, like this, their work was really good, uh, and a lot of people are still, you know, listening to them and discovering mm -hmm. them. So, but yeah, what did you guys think about it? Oh, um, yeah, man. This was. This is like a. It's the fuck. How do I even begin, man? I'm obsessed with this album. I loved it. Uh, Every time I listened to it, I, I liked something different about it, whether it was like a specific bass line or the drum programming. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think the reason I loved it so much is because it's such a weird like genre of indie. You know, it got compared, mm -hmm. uh, this album in particular got compared to like Mac DeMarco, mm -hmm. which is kind of true. But the thing that really draws me in, which I think is probably what pushes people away from music like this, is the singer, is the vocalist. I really like his voice uh, combined with everything and the bass player is fantastic as well and even him him as a backing vocalist is really good mm -hmm. but it's just for some reason that like monotone almost bored kind of sounding uh, vocal throughout the whole album is really what draws me into yeah, it he just sounds yeah. like meh whatever and yeah. I'm like fuck yeah dude fuck the man <laughs> yeah, but they make the instruments work so well together mm -hmm. and I think they capture that, that indie lo-fi sound to it like to perfection on this album because of all the way it flows um, felt like I've heard songs on this album before whether it's in like a show or maybe a movie or not maybe not a movie but like I've heard songs before from this album um, yeah and they're all very catchy and I liked his voice you me know? too it drew me in yeah. too I think it works well with the, the guitar and the bass and all the other instruments going along there and just a unique pick um, and a sad story behind it you know with mm -hmm. what happened to him and not having a lot of other releases, but yeah, very creative too. Yeah. And simple. It's not like complicated music. It's very like, you know, here's yeah. the melody and here's, you know, some words. Yeah. Uh, I mean, until, I mean, unless you want to talk about Cool With You, because that, that's an indie song with yeah. a fucking beat switch in it. Mm -hmm. I'm over here like, what the hell? Right. The first time I heard that, I was like, all right, this is, I, like, once I heard... Cool With You is the second track on the album, for those that don't know. And so mm -hmm. by the time I heard that like beat switch halfway through, I was like, oh, cool, next song. Wait, what? Like, I was like, oh, this album's going to be a fucking banger. Mm -hmm. Like, just yeah. that was like very interesting songwriting. And to put it at the beginning of the album is just fucking yeah. shout out to it. It just like melts into each other, the same track. Yeah. Because yeah, they like just switch it too. And yeah. I like the instrumentals too, you know, that are on here. They're very short and sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just. And the way it's mixed too, like the bass has like some filter on it that makes it sound like extra pop. Like mm -hmm. it's got a little bit of extra zhuzh to that bass line throughout. So it's just like doom, 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 like mm -hmm. just yeah. And he plays like one of the coolest basses of all time, Rick and Backer, by the way. Shout out my bass heads out there. It's cool. Uh, like they have uh, like YouTube videos of like performances that they do. Yeah. Or, like little 
like shows that they'd have mm-hmm. uh, and they're jamming dude both of them the bass player especially he's jamming dude he's like you know he's into it Hell it's yeah. cool looking at them and like the passion they had for their music yeah mm-hmm. um, like they were really into it and you could tell that you know like even their other album that came up I think a year after this or two yeah um, it's still also really good they had a lot of talent you know yeah. like they yeah, yeah. definitely I think deserved the spotlight mm-hmm. um, that was going to them um, kind of a background story um, they were on tour in the US Arizona uh, yeah. in Arizona uh, going to California um, and they were in a car accident uh, both them and the manager uh, passed away. So very like dark, very mm-hmm. you know sad, tragic, mm-hmm. very tragic. Is, yeah. Um, but I think the footprint that they left behind, yeah, um, in indie especially, very um, I think so. still gets recognized to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you look at like the comment section or on like Reddit posts or whatever, all over, um, they'll like at some point get a mention. Yeah, uh, I feel like I've seen more recently, especially because um, I found these guys out like in 2019, 2020, mm-hmm. and they didn't have this many listeners. Yeah, and, uh, uh, I found them before they were super popular. <laughs> I actually went to their show. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but yeah, I like that they're still getting recognition. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so what were you saying earlier about this the record that you have of this in particular what were you saying about this yeah record? that too this was the first record I bought on Discogs shout out, uh, shout out and, and if you like scroll way like past my like collection it's like that first one that fuck I yeah cause I heard it and I was like did I have to have this like I, I need this like whatever it, it costs like I just need it in my life yeah uh, and I feel like it helped me a lot cause um another side story yeah. I'm ranting. No, go ahead. No, please. This is your album, dude. Yeah. You have the floor. But like, um, in late 2019, I had a car accident mm-hmm. in my golf. Oh, shit. And I was pissed off um, with myself because mm-hmm. like when it happened, I was like, God damn it. Like, I'm such an idiot. Like, look at my car. Look at all yeah. this. I have to pay all, all this. And I wasn't, I guess, taking the message that it could have been a lot worse right and then when I found out about these guys I was super into their music and yeah. I was like hey let me see if they have shows yeah and that's when I found out damn that it happened so I was like fuck and it made me kind of like double guess myself and like yeah think more about it because put self put stuff into perspective for yeah, you like that. Cause yeah because it, it can always you know like sometimes you know stuff doesn't work out and yeah it could have been a lot worse you know yeah. So it kind of made me appreciate, in a way, um, that it could have been a whole lot, you know, a whole lot worse than what yeah, it actually yeah. was. So um, it, this, I feel like it, in that sense, it helped me a lot because it made me come to terms about all stuff in reality that yeah. sometimes just unexpected shit happens. And yeah, you just got to roll with the roll with the tide of it, ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. That's fucking. Timing's a motherfucker, ain't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, much so, yeah. Yeah. That's, wow. That's crazy. The fucking connection on that. That, you know, right when you yeah. found out they had, they were in a car accident, they, you had just been in one and stuff like that. It, yeah, it resonated with me a lot. Yeah. Um, a lot. 
especially because at the time also like a, just a lot of stuff was happening in my life right um uh, and like i'd have friends that would like ask me about it and mm-hmm. like about my car specifically and i was like yeah my car you know it's whatever but like mm-hmm. you know there's always someone mm-hmm. attached to that like it's something more it's not just that um, right uh, but it this album definitely helped me out I feel mm-hmm. like and I feel like a lot more people too the more that they yeah. discover them they can kind of get some sort of attachment to it yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, especially because they were so young like it's 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 tragic yeah very much so it has that feel to it you know that it's a sad album but like the melodies are very mm-hmm. melancholy and I don't know mm-hmm. yeah it fits the vibe and not to say that it was like a premonition but I don't know yeah everybody leaves their mark in a different way and yeah yeah it's kind of got that darker kind of feel to it but yeah. also has some happier parts it's still a well-rounded album for sure yeah mm-hmm. it's it is for sure and it does kind of have the and i think it the tone of the the instrumentation and everything does kind of loan to that kind of melancholy kind of feel mm-hmm. and, and all of that it, but it does you know even on some of it you're like oh this is kind of makes me feel good yeah. like you don't know that guy the way, that Dorothy, the way it starts yeah. off yeah 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 so i think it's top mm-hmm. to bottom fantastic uh well worth the purchase on discogs i'm gonna have to find it yeah no doubt. So. yeah i think i think there's still copies on spotify that like 20 bucks yeah so okay and speaking yeah. of they actually still have pictures of the bases modeling their merch as the spotify like merch pictures at the bottom if you go down to the bottom of this album on there, mm. they have uh, pictures of the bases like uh, modeling a black t-shirt or something. It's, it's pretty cool. I did not know that. Yeah, I was that's like, cool. damn, that's really fucking sweet. So, shout out to him. Shout out hers. Yeah. Shout out yeah, Jake for bringing this album on. Yeah, I'm glad you guys liked it. Uh, definitely, it's we don't talk about a lot of indie. No. Um, and I have a lot more picks that I want to bring up. Same so. here. Yeah. Me too. I. I just feel like waiting. we're all I know we're all I'm sitting like a, here on like these weird pool. phases yeah. Matt and I are about to get hella aggressive and try and see <laughs> who can get more aggressive you're gonna win that battle. probably win um, <laughs> which simultaneously is a contest to see who we can get Jake if we can walk Jake off of a podcast for talking about him <laughs> no I'm kidding just skip a week yeah. just I have to I can't listen to this I need a sub dude yeah <laughs> do you just find some some random like goth kid just comes in yeah <laughs> so like you guys want to talk man. about Oceano? Fucking. <laughs> uh, My name's Thrush. <laughs> People call me Stain. Um, <laughs> some fucking scab. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, top threes? Sure. Kick us off, buddy. Uh, so, honorable mention, uh, I'll Try. Yep. Uh, I was listening to that song a whole lot more this time around. Uh, really liked it especially because it ends like that I think yeah. it's good uh, top three uh, Dorothy Metal. Uh, love how that intro mm-hmm. the album uh, cool with you that that like switch the beat switch if you want to call it yeah um, and then what once was listening to that man it's kind of like eerie at some point what once was it, especially yeah. that yeah, what yeah, once was sure. was really what made me fucking mm. yo yeah what's that you go. Me? Yes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Honorable mention for me was Cop Theme. I like the instrumental. That was cool. Uh, and Speed Racer, Medieval, and the title track, Dorothy. Just oh, yeah. set the tone for that whole album. I was like, all right, I know I'm going to like this. This is an indie album right away. Mm-hmm. You know, and it has that good feel all the way through. Very, very much so. Uh, Honorable mentions Cop Theme as well. Love a good bass thing going mm-hmm. on there. Uh, other one was Marcel. 
Great nice. song comes right before it on the album. Uh, number three for me was What Once Was. Number two, Medieval. And number one was Cool With You. Can't get over that transition beat switch. Drop mm-hmm. fucking skiddly bump, whatever the hell you want to call it. It kicks ass. So that's mine. And that was Jake's pick for this week. Songs of Hers by Hers, released in 2015, correct? Uh, 17. 2017. God damn it. All right. Nerd. Well, we'll be right back to wrap this bad baby up and talk about my pick for this week. It's What You Spin in episode 60. Dorothy. You get it? It's Dorothy. Okay, baby boys and baby girls, it's time to go ahead and uh, wrap this bad boy up by talking about my pick for this week before we introduce what's coming for the first round of the hip-hop bracket. Uh, And that album that we got to talk about is Typo Negative's Bloody Kisses, released in 1994. Also, uh, same as I kind of drove by mentioned earlier, uh, was also released on Roadrunner Records, same as Magma by Gojira from earlier in the ep, uh, and was the first Roadrunner Records album to be certified gold by the RIAA, and then later went on to be uh, certified platinum. So, shout out, typo negative. <laughs> I almost pegged myself in the <laughs> just trying to find something from my nose. Sorry. I almost fucking stabbed myself in the eye, dog. Oh, my phone, my phone. <laughs> um, so yeah, Typo Negative, Bloody Kisses, 1994, Roadrunner Records, uh, Peter Steele, uh, hell of a vocalist, hell of a bassist, mm-hmm. interesting album top to bottom, one of my favorites obviously, perfect to put out in October, or to talk about at the beginning of October, but uh, what do y'all think? Have you, had you heard this album before? No. <laughs> no. Okay, so what was no. your take from it? Uh, I liked it. It uh, at some points it felt kind of preachy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just uh, like Christian woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, starts off with machine screw. Yes, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was good. I liked it. Uh, definitely, it has that goth feel. Mm-hmm. Um, that that goth feeling, and also a lot of their songs too. They're very long, which I like. I do. Yeah. Right, right. I like longer songs where they kind of have sections and periods where they're different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like in Christian Woman and the. Like, it's like 10 minutes. Uh, uh, bloody, bloody Kisses. Bloody Kisses or. Uh, and then, uh, is it Black Number One? I think. Yeah, Black Number One's yeah, like 11. Like really long songs. I, I like that too about them, but uh, the instrumentation is good. Um, the, vo- the vocals are also really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that it's not too crazy. It's not like over-the-top metal. Mm-hmm. Um, that some songs, they give more, like, uh, I feel like I could listen to the vocals a lot cleaner than, yeah. like, the guitar or whatever. Um, but, yeah, up and down, like, it was solid. It was good. Yeah. I was wondering how you would receive this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little uh, out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, Matt. It is a little preachy. Yeah. It is a little preachy, you know. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> uh, Peter Steele just has a very preachy voice. I mm. think no matter what song it is on this album specifically, uh, he just has that 
he's kind of preaching his his feelings to us, his emotions, his his hatred, his love, his darkness. Yeah. I think he does it really well on this album. And this yeah. is the first type of negative album I had heard. And I mm-hmm. think I listened to it in high school because I was in high school in '94. Um, and what a year to come out! Yeah, downward spiral. Yeah, Jesus. Jar, yeah. Jar of Flies, Alice in Chains, Super Unknown, Soundgarden. All God these dang. albums come yeah. out in um, utero too, wasn't it? Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. But what a year to come out, because uh, this has like uh, elements of all that kind of music. I feel like it has the metal, it has the goth, it has some of the punk aspects with "We Hate Everyone" and "Kill All the White People." Mm-hmm. Very like in your face, True. fast, fast, yeah. fast. Um, and they all play their instruments really well. And Peter Steele is just a great frontman, you know, a great bass player. Yeah. Um, some people didn't really care for his voice. I remember reading a lot about that when uh, I was into him. But I, I love him. You know, he's yeah. got that kind of. Elvis vibe going a little bit, um, but also, like you said, preachy. Yeah, and, and I, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I, I his voice for me, he's one of my favorite vocalists. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that people didn't like it is beyond me. Yeah. But uh, no, just that baritone and then his his like high range too is really impressive. Like mm-hmm. uh, reference the song "Bloody Kisses" once again. Uh, when he's doing like the please don't go at the end and he's just like giving it his all it's like god damn dude Um, that's particularly impressive to me to have that ability but then to have like the uh, (coughs) the fucking across the pole like Mm -hmm. the operatic like baritone feel is impressive it's and then you know the keyboardist kicks ass the drummer's great Mm -hmm. the way they write their songs we're going to mention this song 1800 more times before we're done talking about the album but uh the way that christian woman's written from like a musician's from like a musical standpoint mm-hmm. it goes places you know we kind of talked jake you kind of mentioned how the songs just go all over the place christian woman in particular or really all their songs but that one is like the perfect example of it starting off in one place with like you know the synth sound and then mm-hmm. it gets aggressive goes out and then there's just incredible like just soundscape kind of feels to this album which is what draws me into it is because it's like mm-hmm. it's a fucking hell of it's a it's a project for sure yeah it's it's very well made too like mm-hmm. the strong uh, the like the structure to every song mm-hmm. um, and then also like yeah their instrumentations how some songs they kind of interlude to give you that little break yeah um, everything about it I think it's pretty well made um, especially for that year yeah now knowing that that like Alice in Chains, uh, yeah, we almost Soundgarden did Garden came out that same year. Like, yeah, remember when we did the 1995 episode? We were mm-hmm. all talking about doing 94. It like came yeah. that like 94 was like one. I remember I was like, we could do 94 too if we don't want to do 1995, and then we were all like, no, nah, we'll do 95. But yeah, that is just an insane year for music. Yeah, yeah it's great because they had to you know like be on that same par yeah uh, with what was coming out that year yeah uh for i mean i don't know any really goth uh like bands but Mm -hmm. this i feel like would be a forefront for the year especially yeah brought back that genre too back in that because it was kind of not really there like maybe in the early Mm -hmm. 80s was there but like maybe bands like christian death and other bands that were goth kind of had that in the 90s but these guys put it back on mtv had the videos to prove mm-hmm. it yeah and set a cult following for sure and i think kind of redefined that genre genre in a sense and showing that it could be more than just like depressing vocals I mean, yeah this album is way more than that musically it's amazing and conceptually it's kind of unique yeah and all the things he talks about 
and then you can feel his pain with what he's talking about. He's just a he's a sad guy, but I think once a musician's able to do that in the studio and convey it to all of us, we can kind of like feel a release from it. At least I do. Yeah, mm. I do too. It's the way his vo his voice is very like expressive. You know, mm -hmm. he gets his emotions across pretty well uh, in a lot of those songs. And then you know, I love the adventure that if you listen to this cover to cover it'll take you on you know with the opera stuff and then you know the whoa 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 yeah. whoa like, <laughs> and it's just shit like that that'll get stuck in your head yeah. like Matt and I the whole past two weeks have just been walking by each other just like oh cross and that's it <laughs> just like two words or I'll be like whoa 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 like just walking around boy I found her boy I found her yeah <laughs> the amount of times we've just quoted like three words off of this album the past two weeks is hilarious um, and you know if we haven't talked enough about enough tragic shit lately through this episode uh, let's add to it yeah. let's, let's add to it uh, not directly related to this album but to this band uh, Peter Steele unfortunately did pass away back in 2010 uh, due to uh, things that his alcoholism ended up uh, lending to unfortunately um but a little bit more about him, uh, he was such a prominent figure in music at the time. Like after this came out, this like put Typo on the map. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, really like had them at the forefront. You know, like they were on MTV. Uh, Peter Steele was like six five, six six, just big yeah. motherfucker with that with that voice. And so he ended up posing for Playgirl at one point. Mm -hmm. uh, full, I think it was full nude shot, uh, full nude shoot for uh, Playgirl. Nice, hilarious. Uh, you know, and then with the, I mean, I wouldn't even, I don't know how to call them undertones, uh, but the sexual, this album's very, like, it has a lot of sexuality to this album, you know, like the moaning samples in it, and then, mm -hmm. you know, some of the imagery is very, you know, very erotic, and so to have him also pose for Playgirl yeah. in the aftermath of this is fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but yeah, shout out, uh, rest in peace, Pete. Uh, yeah. Fucking. Sad story, but yeah. gifted, gifted musician. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%. I just and then I'll stop ranting after that. God, you um, rant. I do. Uh, I found typo negative, uh, kind of the same way I found Fleetwood Mac. My dad was. Oh, <laughs> what? what? Rewind. Way, way polar opposite. How? <laughs> let me let me tell the story then. Stevie this Nicks, is <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. So. So my dad used to do computer work, right? Like he used to buy and sell computers and fix them, and so he gave me one that had like insane amount of storage on it and all of the music that he had ever downloaded ever. So we had like Fleetwood Mac and Typo Negative and the first band I discovered from like my stepdad out of those two was Fleetwood Mac. And I remember looking at Fleetwood Mac in like Windows Media Player and being like, oh, that must be like an operating system for Apple Mac computers. <laughs> I was fucking 10, okay? Or like 11. I was like, I didn't know that it was like one of the best classic rock bands of all time. Scary. And then I saw Typo Negative the whole time, like for years, and I was like, I don't know, like, that's just like a blood type. Like, who names their band after a blood type? <laughs> Why would you that's do that? fucking weird. And I think I asked my dad about it or something, and he's like, yeah, like, listen to Christian Woman. And a couple other songs off of this, and then Life is Killing Me as well, uh, which I think was their last album, uh, or the one right after this, I can't remember. Anyways, uh, he, and so I listened to Christian Woman, and I was like, oh, I'm sold, this album fucking rules. Mm -hmm. And that was like 12 years ago. 
that I got into these guys. And when I played high school football, we had some guys that had just graduated, like coaching us on the offensive line. And I had already listened to Typo Negative for like a couple of years, and they were huge fans as well. And so they'd wear shirts to practice, like Typo shirts. No, right. And I was like, yeah, I really like these guys. Talking to my stepdad at one point, I think. I was like, yeah, I really like these guys. So and so and so and so, they've been coaching us. They're really helping us out. He's like, yeah, but they wear Typo Negative T-shirts, and that's like <laughs> not that's not music that you yeah. should listen to. And I was like, in the back of my mind, I was like, well, they're fucking cool, okay? <laughs> I like Typo. I think they're fucking yeah. cool for wearing those shirts, okay? Yeah, typo right. Negative fucking rules. I was like, like, hello roasting him. Like, yeah, don't hang out with them. There. I was like, and just in the back of my mind, I'm like, fucking Peter Steele kicks ass. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about, dog. Like, like, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was kind of like my introduction to him, and then you know a little That's piece good. about Pete. Um, but yeah, boys, hell yeah! Should we go into top threes? Yeah, great pick. Thank you. Jeez, quite an adventure. Perfect to start off. You know the spooky season. I carved some pumpkins last week. Nice. Listen to this on the way out to the patch. Hell yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh, it is a good Halloween album. Very. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to go out. Because it's raining and blowing. You can't go out because your roots are showing. Which brings me to my first honorable mention. Black number one, Little Miss Scarol. Uh, second, like, true song on the album, just perfect. Uh, the chorus of that song. She dies in black, 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 number one. Simple as that. Uh, second honorable mention was We Hate Everyone. I sang that little vocal intro for y'all, so that's all you need to know. Uh, my top three changed... It got altered and then completely changed within me listening to this album this morning. Uh, number one was Bloody Kisses. Number two, Christian Woman. And number three, Too Late, Frozen. Love that song. Too late for a father to suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Where's my top three? Go ahead, Jake. Uh, honorable mention, I'm going to go Set Me on Fire. Uh, and then top three, number three, Christian Woman, uh, Blood and Fire, and then Summer Breeze. Nice. Yeah, we did a good cover of that. Yeah. Uh, I don't mention it for me was Kill All the White People. It's just a fun song to, you know, bounce around to. Number three, Blood and Fire. Two, Christian Woman. And then We Hate Everyone is my top track. Man. Fuck it's yeah. Just got a good vibe all around. Hell yeah. And real quick on Summer Breeze, Seals and Croft, the people who originally did that song, uh, they contested the original typo negative version that had altered lyrics and was called Summer Girl. Mm-hmm. Seals and Croft found the lyrics that, yeah. distasteful and said you cannot release that version, you have to do a true cover. So they did a typo negative-esque cover of Summer Breeze. That's the last little factoid for Typo Negative's Bloody Kisses, released in 1994, which was my pick for this fantastic episode 60 of What You Spinning. Um, We'll be right back to introduce the first 16 albums in our 32 album hip hop bracket. So it's just been in episode 60. Original picture, and I was like, I need to do the hip hop black bars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a rad picture. <laughs> it was so good. It was like, it's it was hard, dude. Was like, Fuck, man, it's a good shot. <laughs> Hardest mixtape. Okay. To the hip, to the hop, to the hippity hop. You <laughs> don't stop. Should we do it to where we have the person like announce their pick in it? Jacob, do you have the bracket pulled up? Or do you want me to rip through it? 
we could do like I guess one person can do each uh, like a little four okay cool or a little I'll like what's it called we'll do, I'll do it we'll just do we'll each do four and then I'll do the bottom four the the six not sixteen yeah uh, so welcome it's Ooh, time to talk hip hop yeah I'm turning my head around because we're talking <laughs> there is an episode, Matt, where you wear your hat sideways the whole time. It's one of my favorite Matt oh, episodes. Oh, yeah. That's, that's when I was drinking a lot of Patron. No, yeah. <laughs> but you, don't it do was, that. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Shout out to him. But no, I was like, I went back. Sometimes I'll go back and like look at old episodes if I want to uh, like hear us what we said about an album. And there was one in particular. And I was like, you were crushing it. Like, you were fucking on it but you looked you were just like this the whole time with your rockets at and you're just like yeah so anyway fucking uh, Pink Floyd or whatever we were talking about and I was like man Matt is crushing but what is his hat and I was like I don't even think he knows what, does he not know what's going on I kept looking at your face and I was like does he realize his hat's like sideways like Kevin Federer or yeah. Kevin yeah. Federline going for that one it was so good uh, okay so it's uh yeah we're gonna go ahead and go through the first 16 albums in our hip-hop bracket that we've got coming to you two weeks from now in the next episode uh, and to start that off i'll go we're just gonna kind of bounce around and we'll go down and list uh whose pick it was uh so in the first matchup for the what you spin in hip-hop bracketology we've got jacob's pick the infamous going up against mad villainy my pick uh, that'll be heater. That'll wow. be unreal. Unreal. That's a hell of a matchup to start it off with. Uh, and then Matt is uh, playing a little pocket pool, fighting himself in this yeah. in this part of the bracket. Two of his albums going up against each other: "At Aliens" by Outkast, uh, which we have covered on this podcast, going up against Beastie Boys' "Paul's Boutique." Out of all the albums he picked, he picks "Paul's Boutique," which is. A Matt move, but yeah. a great album. It's, I was like, I was like, feel textbook Matt move. Yeah. It is. I was like, damn, Paul's boutique. That's a deep cut. I love that album, so I'm stoked to see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and kick it down to Matt for the next one. Uh, going up with Jake's pick was Illmatic, um, and the Low End Theory by Tribe. No. Oh wait, no, Thirty Six Chambers. Yeah, Jake's yeah. playing Pocket Pool himself. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's right. That one's gonna be good too. I feel like Two Titans. Yeah, that is a good pick. two. <laughs> really solid album and then we got the low end theory going up against miles yes by blue and exile man that's gonna be a good one too that'll be tough uh that's early that's you know tribe episode and then that miles was jake's first pick just like mad villainy was mine yeah that'll be a good one this next one is gonna be ridiculously hard jake what is the next one uh ready to die biggie and then blazing arrow Yes, Blackalicious. Blackalicious. Yeah, that album is good. I've heard some. I've heard a song or two of, of there come on on our like blend that we have. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, dude, really good. And then also in that same uh, little section, you have graduation mm-hmm. versus uh, Fear of a Black Planet. <sighs> That's gonna be tough too. That's <laughs> those are two defining yeah. albums in their own right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be. That's, crazy. that's like generational kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. And then to round out uh, with the last two matchups here, we've got Matt going against Matt once again. The Chronic by Dr. Dre by 
Goody Mob's Soul Food, or and then or going up against Goody Mob's Soul Food. Uh, that's going to be a hell of a matchup as well. Uh, and then this one is uh, kind of a modern matchup, you know, a little more yeah, recency bias. Uh, it'll be a good one. Jake and I will have to duke it out, really argue for these albums. Uh, Pray for Haiti by Ma Kami, which, shout out, that was uh, Matt's first full episode mm-hmm. with us. Uh, right. Against my pick, Run the Jewels 2 by Run the Jewels, uh, which was like two episodes later or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that was a garage episode for me. Um, so yeah, some great matchups coming up. Yes. Uh, with that first mm-hmm. week, the second part of it is just as crazy. Uh, some more obscure matchups in that second half, uh, mm-hmm. but this one is crush. It's just crushed. You know, yeah. we're gonna really knock it out of the park with this. I think. Uh, I, I really like just to like kind of add. Yeah. I really like also that we're bringing up a hip hop bracket. Mm-hmm. After this year, I think hip hop, I guess, turned fifty years old. Yeah, years of hip hop. Hell yeah! Uh, so it's cool to kind of visit from a whole lot of different eras, time zones, different yeah. styles of hip hop. Yeah, to kind of pick like, I guess, our definitive, you know, mm-hmm. of hip hop per se. But yeah, there's definitely a lot that a lot of albums that yeah. we could bring up. Mm-hmm. When we when we start running out of ideas, we'll pull another hip-hop bracket out i do think the bracket depending on how this goes we might have to do a bracket for multiple genres i've got yeah, a lot that's of that's a great idea too. i've got a lot a lot of other ideas cooking for you know alternative let content cook. yeah <laughs> let me cook uh but super stoked i know yes. you guys are just as excited as i am uh that's gonna be so fun to you know kind of that'll kind of get us through until the new year just about and just glancing at the other side of the bracket, it's even more, like you guys are saying, eclectic, and it's yeah. even better. If you like this mm-hmm. side, you're going to like the other side. Yeah. But go ahead and catch us next time for the first round of 32 of the What You Spin in Hip Hop bracket, brought to you right here on What You Spin in on YouTube and Spotify. Follow us on Instagram, at What You Spin In. Uh, go ahead, uh, fucking subscribe, follow us on Spotify, all that good stuff. Show your friends, and don't forget to stay hydrated. Be safe. Stay warm out there. It's getting a little nipply. It's been What You Spin in Episode 60. I'm Dorian, joined by Matt, and joined by Jake. We'll catch you next time. Deuces, my gooses. Peace.